So, Deputy Trot, congratulations. How do you feel about uh, taking on the top job in the States? Well, as I said in, in my opening remarks uh, and uh, also in answering uh, the answers I gave to a couple of questions, I don't do this out of a, any sense of, of ambition. So you might be surprised to hear I, I don't feel particularly elated at the moment. What I do uh, feel is uh, slightly daunted by the uh, the amount of, of issues that we have to try to deal with over the course of the next 18 months. Now, one of my key objectives is to try to get the states to a place where it is more popular with our community than it is right now going into the next election. I think that will, for me, that will be one of the sort of key indicators of whether I've brought any uh, real value to the states through the experience that I bring. Uh, but there are so many challenges uh, and, you, you know, the, uh, the extent of the challenges uh, couldn't be more uh, dramatically emphasised by a 21-19 vote. So even now, completely split down the middle of the states or virtually split down the middle. So I'm delighted to have uh, achieved the support and confidence of 20, 20 of my colleagues. And I had made up my mind that if that was not possible, in other words, if I finished first but I didn't have uh, a majority of the votes, I would not have accepted the position. In, in other words, I would have immediately resigned and forced a, uh, uh, another election because I felt it was absolutely essential to have a majority mandate, however small that was. So in that um, case, the States has found a solution today to this issue by the skin of its teeth, effectively. Yes. Um, one of the key decisions you're going to have to be making, a series of decisions really, is who's going to be on your committee. Um, have you already settled on that? Have, have you spoken to the people you'd like on that committee? Well, I can give you uh, some piece of news. Uh, right from the word go, I, I regarded uh, Deputy Heidi Soulsby as a, uh, a candidate that would probably fit across almost any PNR. In fact, I know that the old PNR had tried to recruit her back on. She has fairly recent experience. And it would be my uh, hope that the states will elect Deputy Heidi Soulsby. Uh, and if that is the case, then I will suggest to the committee that she becomes the, the Deputy Chief Minister, the Vice President of PNR. As to the makeup of the other three, I shall be writing to all states members this evening asking for expressions of interest. And then I shall sit down and do my very best to find a team that, that represents all parts of the states and uh, in, in whom I believe has the best chance of um, uh, a harmonious, uh, uh, or as harmonious as we possibly can expect, uh, period between now and the next election. I'm also able uh, to confirm uh, that I will not be uh, a candidate in June 2025. So I shall be giving the next uh, few months my very best effort on behalf of the community. Um, uh, but I will be calling it a day uh, at the end of what, what will be a little more than 25 years service. I know how exhausting the next few months is going to be. Um, and uh, the only way I think I can uh, sort of um, uh, remain in my wife's um, uh, good books uh, is to sort of make that announcement now. So it'll be, it'll be all in. I'll do my very best, uh, but I shall not seek re-election in, in uh, June of 2025. Yeah, Lyndon, you have done the equivalent job in, in the previous system of government, didn't you? you when you served yes. four years leading the Policy Council. Yes. I mean, can you paint a picture for us yeah. of the differences between the, the, the states you inherit effectively yeah. and the states you led between 2008 and 2012? 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, it is very different uh, in almost every way. Uh, I mean, the financial challenges were significant, but nowhere near what they are today. In 2008, we had a policy council of 11 members, the chief minister and the 10 ministers, which meant that if you could get consensus uh, around the table, you came to the states in a, in a fairly strong uh, position. It's very different today uh, because PNR only carries... Uh, a total of five votes, assuming uh, that all five vote the same way. Uh, that's one, uh, I think, quite marked uh, um, difference. Um, but the, uh, the... Politics has changed, hasn't it? The, the nature of the states has changed. I mean, exactly. what I'm getting at is, it, it, in a sense, it's a tougher yeah. role. Do you, do you agree with that? Oh, I absolutely agree. And I'll also go as far as to say that, that um, I'm not necessarily certain that states regarded me as the best candidate, but there were some candidates who would have been better, I mentioned this in my speech, that were uh, extremely unlikely to get enough support from the states. So I believe that the states has voted for me because I am perceived as being the most experienced, yeah. least divisive candidate. And of course, I, I understand that. And, and therefore, I, I believe I, I have a, a, one of my mandates, if you like now, is to do my very best to, to bring the states together. And that's why I said in, in my opening remarks that if the, I can help move the states from this, this, this uh, position that, that isn't really trusted by our community to a position that is more trusted and therefore uh, uh, more likely to, to attract a, a large number of, of, of broad-based candidates in the next election, then I will, that for me is one of the measurements of what success looks like. But I do not underestimate the challenges. The challenges are enormous. Uh, going back to this issue of your committee makeup, uh, with Deputy Prow winning 19 votes uh, there just earlier, is he one of those who you'd be tempted to bring on board with a view to, you know, building bridges? Well, what I shall do is I shall um, write uh, to all states members tonight, and certainly if Deputy Prow um, expresses some interest, then I would be very, very pleased to have a conversation with him. I can't uh, predict what he will do, but my guess is he will want to stay at home affairs. Um, and if that is the case, then he and I will work very, very closely together over the next 18 months in an attempt to secure a positive outcome from the Money Bell uh, visit. Now, now, as I said in my speech, th th this is without question uh, the most significant external issue that we, we, feature, uh, we face right now. There's been a lot of talk around uh, beneficial ownership registers. That's almost, at this stage at least, a sideshow. Uh, but the, the work uh, with regards... The, uh, uh, the money bar visit continues and, uh, and that is, um, is going to be a, a very uh, heavy commitment for me uh, over the course of the next few months. Uh, along with Moneyval and economic growth, you listed in an answer to Deputy Sasha Kazantzva-Miller um, that housing was your top priority. Yeah. Um, that would be the top first top item on your first yeah. meeting at PNR. Um, top, so, top domestic priority. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, d briefly, for those who weren't able to listen to the whole debate, how are you going to fix that? Well, we've got a, a situation here at the moment where we have a strategic uh, objective of building 300 new, new homes a year. We're falling woefully... Uh, short on that. We've fallen woefully short on that for years. And, and, and housing is, is and remains um, are one of our biggest threats. And it's our biggest threat because uh, not only are we losing 
some of our young people, many of our young people, uh, to uh, destinations overseas. Uh, but we're finding it harder to recruit people, uh, particularly into uh, social services and our major industry, because the cost of housing remains a prohibitive barrier. So I, I, I think the demand won't go away. I don't want the demand to go away, because if the demand goes away, then, then it may well be an indicator of a deteriorating economy. So the only way to approach it is to approach it through supply. Um, and what I want to do is make sure that uh, any of the barriers that currently exist towards that, the ability to create that supply, are wherever possible uh, removed. And I think that's a view held by many in the States uh, and one that I hope uh, we can address uh, uh, swiftly. I'd like to ask Lyndon just about a, cu a couple of issues. But before I do, I mean, on, on the vote... 2119. Yeah. We spoke on Monday yeah. about the numbers on the motion of no confidence in yes. PNR. And you said you thought that a, a very narrow yes. victory or, or defeat for PNR yeah. would be the worst possible outcome. In fact, 2316 was quite a decisive yes. vote against them. But of course, now you have been elected 2119. And that raises the 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 uh, concern again of the states almost being split down the middle right. doesn't it yeah, i mean that that must concern you going into the job so yeah. what what can you bring to the job to kind of heal some of these divisions that have been apparent in this term well i i uh, I, w I don't think i would have got the job unless the states uh, considered me to be uh, the least divisive uh, potentially the least divisive. So I, I'm going to go out of my way to be as, uh, as uh, collegiate uh, and as I possibly can. Now, um, you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And I think there are probably some members of the states who will refuse to engage. But I genuinely believe that the majority will, because the states knows it can't go on like this. You know, we have got to be more uh, aligned uh, now, I'm the first to admit it doesn't bode well. 2119, you know, suggests that the divisions are, are there, but slightly, with a, you know, with a slight bias towards me at the moment. But that support could disappear, you know, immediately without some very careful uh, uh, con considerations. So, I, you know, I, I, I really am uh, uh, confident um, that we can heal some of these, these divisions. But um, I'm not, I'm confident, but I'm not... Um, uh, overly confident, if, 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 if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to do my very best, but it's by no means certain. Let, let's talk about tax. Yep. Um, am I right in thinking that you, you do not envisage your Policy and Resources Committee coming back to the States with comprehensive proposals to, to deal with the whole yeah. of the projected deficit in the way this PNR has? Yeah. And it, obviously it's caused it a great deal of difficulty. You're not going to try and no. bite all of that off, are you, in, no, in the I remaining I, months of I this I think term? one's got to be, got to be pragmatic. Uh, and I, I, don't, I don't think we're going to be able to address the, 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 the structural deficit um, to the extent needed uh, through a, a, another debate of, of, that, um, of that type. But Deputy Roffey came up with an excellent idea during the course of the um, Q&As this afternoon, and I, I said I thought it was excellent, and, and that is the idea that we prepare uh, during the next 18 months a handover document that, that actually enables the next states not only to have something to, to discuss when they're at the various you know, hostings, uh, but also something that give, enables the next states to hit the ground running. Uh, that said, there are still some funding uh, differences uh, particularly around how we're going to uh, maintain the uh, 
uh, education of state you know in the interim that will need to be addressed but that, frankly, that will carry the danger will it not that if you if gst is included in one of the options in that handover document then the election becomes all about gst yeah but it, it, it'll be all about gst anyway because there will be uh, candidates next time round who will continue to believe that GST is the best answer, uh, and there'll be those that remain passionately against it. I mean, this is, what did Winston Churchill say? You know, uh, democracy's a pest or something of that nature, but it's the best we've got. In, in our, in our I'm, I'm paraphrasing, that isn't a direct quote, incidentally, uh, to the greatest ever Britain. Um, but, you know, the, in a democracy, these, these issues won't go away. Um, now, I have said that I'm a pragmatist, including with fiscal matters. Uh, I would have raised the personal rate of income tax uh, sufficiently to enable uh, the funding gap to be addressed uh, in the knowledge and expectation uh, that a reduction uh, uh, in the next term uh, was, was on the cards should, should, um, uh, that be the will of the next assembly. So I, 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 I'm being really careful here not to overpromise because I'm determined not to underdeliver. But I, like I say, I am a political pragmatist, uh, and there are some things that can be achieved, and uh, we will do our very best to achieve them. And there are others that that simply are are not doable within the 18 months. But I understand why you're why you're asking me these questions, Del, because I've just been elected. However, there is. Uh, uh, there are going to be four other members of PNR, and their opinions are as equally important as mine. Because, it, you know, we don't have this kind of executive form of government where they'll do as they're told or they'll be looking for another job. That's not how it works. So right from the word go, you need to hunt out consensus, find it wherever it exists, and uh, try to make the best use of it. Lyndon, the other really big domestic issue, which you, will not be possible to defer for 18 months, is around education, isn't mm. it? And trying to resolve this impasse the States has found itself in yeah. on secondary and further education. W what advice are you going to give the Committee for Education, Sport and Culture when you first sit down with them? And they say, how are we, PNR and ESC, going to work together yeah. to try to resolve this problem the States has, has found itself in? Well, the very first thing I'm going to do, even before then, is I'm going to speak to Deputy Dodley Owen, who, of course, is the president of the Education, Sport and Culture Committee. And I'm going to say to her, you know, you're a political pragmatist as well, Millie, we're, you know, we're friends. Um, what um, uh, would be acceptable to you? What, what, is, what is something that, you know, you and your committee could work with? Um, and that's got to be the starting point, because at the end of the day, they're the ones that have the mandate uh, for that. And I've got a pretty good idea now what that looks like already. I think, I think she's saying, look, we need to you know, amend the roofs and repair the windows, uh, and then you know, the next states will, will, will deal with this uh, as, uh, from a starting point. If more can be delivered, then I will, I will do my best to deliver more. But we have only got 18 months. Effectively, we've got 15 months. I'm hoping that uh, the states will give me a three-month honeymoon period, uh, starting in January, in case anyone's wanting to set the clock now, uh, to enable PNR to make uh, to, to sort of consider these issues and come back with something that uh, is is cohesive and has the the chance of carrying a majority. Uh, one final question, a very brief one, because uh, other media are waiting, uh, and so on behalf of us and them. Um, 
are you going to be as accessible to the media over the next 18 months as your predecessor was over the last three years? Well, well like I said uh, to, to a question that I was asked is, you know, are the media friend or foe? In my experience, most of the time the media are friends. In other words, they're an organ to get messages out to the assembly. When, when the media becomes hostile, it's because they sense a lack of integrity, a lack of trust, possibly even a, a, a desire to conceal certain, certain things. I'm going to do my very best uh, to be as accessible as possible. But I have the benefit over, over others in, in, the, in, in the regard that I have done this job before and I know how relentless it is going to be. So I would say to the media, if you haven't, can't get hold of me immediately, it's probably not uh, because I don't want to speak to you. It'll be more a case of I'll speak to you when I can.